All right, what is up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of That's Bingo Sports Podcast. I'm here with my co-hosts, Jacob Beach and Kyle Baseball Eggers. I'm Joe Hendry. <laughs> Fellas, how, y- how y'all doing today? Better than Beach. <laughs> that's that's facts, actually. <laughs> no, that's probably correct. Um, everybody, fans from all over the nation and the world, in fact, apologies for the delay in between the episodes um, from this one to the last one. I recently moved to Texas, um, which caused some hiccups in timing um, with Beach, Kyle, and I. But, hey, we're here. We're excited to be back. Um, we're going to talk some sports, boys. Do it. Good stuff. Kyle, I'm not going to lie to you, man. I am nervous for this episode. Um, oh, no. A lot's happened in the past week and a half or so that we've, we haven't recorded, um, especially in the Arizona <laughs> sports bubble. Uh, nope, I feel like this happen. episode could turn into the biggest beach bingo episode of all. Let's hope it does. Yeah, no, let's hope not. We, we got to get the box ready, honestly, man. Um, I'm actually terrified <laughs> for, for these bingos. The line's at yeah, four and a half. <laughs> that seems long, uh, I'm sure to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. We might have to bump that to six and a half, Kyle. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, but, well, we got a lot to go through, so I think we're going to dive right in so that we can make sure that Beach can get all his bingos in and we can cover what we want to cover. I just know that Beach is about to be insufferable, but you guys ready? Let's get this money. Let's all do right. it. Um, first things first, let's let's talk a little bit of heartbreak. Uh, the MLB, Beachy, the, the World Series is over. The DVAC's magical run is over. Uh, you've had a few days to process it, man. Uh, talk to me. What's what's going through your head now? It was obviously a great season. Super happy about where we ended up. I'd never thought we'd get there. I am still disappointed in the three games we played in Arizona. I think all of those games were just a major disappointment, if I'm being honest. Now, like I said, I'm super happy with where they ended up. Losing in the World Series to a really, really good Texas Rangers team is nothing to be ashamed about. But that first game, only scratching one run across, not being able to capitalize with runners in scoring position, you know, really losing that game, that hurt. Game two, I mean, coming out and giving up 10 runs in the first three innings and basically being out of it from the jump. Yeah. That was brutal. That, 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 that was tough. And then, of course, they score seven runs, but you're never really back in it. And then the next night, I mean, I think we had a runner on second for six innings in a row. Zach Gallen pitches six no-hit innings in the World Series in an elimination game when you need him to. And you can't scratch a run across, and they ended up, you know, scoring four in the ninth off of Seawald. Um, yeah. It, it was frustrating to watch those three games. And it was frustrating, obviously, in game one, two, giving up the, the two-run lead in the ninth. So, overall, the World Series was just incredibly difficult to watch. But obviously, like I said, it was a great season. I never expected us to even be close to a World Series. So, yeah, great season overall. Definitely happy about where they ended up. But man, those games are gonna are gonna haunt us for the rest of our lives for Arizona sports fans. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and specifically Kyle. Now that he's a baseball fan, yes, I I still hate baseball. I do, <laughs> but playoff baseball. Stop talking to me. Playoff baseball no. is is watchable. That's what I'll say. Playoff baseball is watchable. And I watched pretty much every game from the NLCS on. So that's all. That's all you're getting out of me for this year. Well, we got him there. We got him there. That's an improvement from where he's been in the past. So I will gladly take it. I know Joe will as well. 
Yeah, it's still we, real. I mean, baseball's would, not real. We would mention baseball, and Kyle would become a feral animal on the hunt <laughs> to kill. So, um, good word. But yeah, dude, I, I've been practicing my vocabulary while I've been away. To be honest with you guys, yeah. In my like eighteen-hour drive, I was just like, "What words can I use to sound smart in front of the people?" Wow, <laughs> that's a brush. <laughs> Uh, but I feel validated in my choice to choose the Rangers as uh, the good up, Jazz. In like our first episode, <laughs> so that's that's exciting. Um, but I think we'll we'll move on there. We'll save Beach more heartbreak there. But it was a tough series ultimately. Uh, but the D-backs will be back. They're a good team. I think I think the, they got a really good core, a lot of youth. They got some good prospects. So um, can the I, future is bright can, for Arizona baseball. Can I give a I'm gonna. I would usually ask Beach to put it in NBA terms, but I'm gonna give one myself. And Beach, you tell mm-hmm. me if this is accurate. Are you ready? Okay. Yeah. I think that this Diamondbacks run to the World Series is equivalent to that Thunder run with Young KD and Russ, where they lost to was it the Heat? Yeah, it was a Heat, right? Yeah. Yep. The Miami Heatles. Correct. We hate them. For fact <laughs> or fiction, Beach. I like it. Uh, I'm just curious to see what our core does. As long as our core sticks together, I think that comparison will kind of fade away. But I agree with like the young talent that's just overperforming, stepping up big time in the playoffs. That's that's a really good comparison for it. Let's go. I know ball. I know base ball. <laughs> Kyle baseball writers, ladies and gentlemen. No. Um, other another MLB news, uh, Bob Melvin was hired by the Giants while we were away, the Padres manager, after they said he was going to stay. Um, what the heck? I don't know what that's about, to be honest with you. Um, I don't have much to say on that. I'm just I'm pissed off that it was the Giants of all the teams, like a division rival, but I feel like it was the best move for both sides. And now I am done with Bob Melvin, for better or worse, and I guess – We'll see who we hire. I hope it's Mike Schilt. That's what I'm hoping for, bitch. Yeah, I mean, it was definitely a weird situation, but Padres have a ton of talent. Now they just need somebody that can come in and hopefully maximize that talent because there's no reason why you guys should have missed the playoffs this year. Oh, yeah. You guys should have been in the Diamondback spot, frankly, uh, you know, competing in the playoffs and and making that run of the World Series with all the talent you have. Yeah. I heard uh, Josh McDaniels looking for a job. (laughs) He'd be perfect. Josh McDaniels gets hired by the Padres. I will eat a book. <laughs> All right, you heard okay. it here first. <laughs> Joe will be sense. eating a book on tomorrow's podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, but <laughs> that's in the baseball there. Let's get on to some, uh, let's get on to some college sports, man. U of A is up to number 23 in the U of A, bowl. baby. Damn. That's not the... <laughs> Not the college football rankings, but they're bowl eligible. It's the AP poll. Three straight wins against ranked opponents. Noah Fafita is on fire. Um, and we learned that Beach hates the media timeout guy. <laughs> yeah, tell us about that, Beach. So for those of you that haven't been to a college football game, there's always this guy that is – it is his job to go out there with a sign that is a countdown timer from when the media timeout starts to when it's going to end. And for whatever reason, that guy just really ticks me off. I have no, like, personal vendetta against him, but, like, 
the you do have a personal off. vendetta against you literally yeah, have not, that is, I want to say I don't have a personal vendetta against him himself. I'm sure they're great people. However, no. that that role <laughs> I, I it just pisses me off. He's just standing there with a sign taunting me about how much time they have left on that clock. And what really gets me going is when they start increasing the time. Because then it'll go up from like two twenty-five and all of a sudden you'll see him adding, you know, ten seconds, and all of a sudden we're up to like three twenty-five, and I'm just like what are we doing? Why do we have to show how much time I have to sit here and wait while you guys are just showing a bunch of different commercials? It, I, it just frustrates me to no end. Beach gets mad at air traffic controllers for doing their job as well. Just <laughs> Beach just mad at people just doing their job. That guy's probably getting minimum wage, and Beach just hates him. I know, dude. That is the most get-off-my-lawn type of thing, just for no good reason. Speaking of get-off-my-lawn, Arizona in Colorado next week. This is Beach's Super Bowl. If this is my Super Bowl, Colorado beats Arizona, I don't. I'm blocking your number. Like, actually, I don't want to hear from you. That's fair. Beach, you guys I, think you get to nine and three? Uh, it's highly possible. I still think we probably lose to Utah at home, but that'll be Senior Day, and we've played Utah well, so it's always a possibility. Which nine and three is insane to think about even being realistic insane insane and it's even more insane too like i was thinking about it yesterday i was like we're two overtime losses away from being eight and one right now and legitimately in the thick of the pac-12 title race in the college football playoff (laughs) we're going to the natty (laughs) in the last year of the pac-12 but no this has been a great season noah fafita has been a stud jed fish knows what he's doing and is finally getting to show the nation that and it's an exciting time yeah dude it's it's been a lot of fun i was seeing something i was seeing some dude the other day like predicting transfers um for next year and they were predicting uh jaden delora transfers to san diego state um and i was just immediately like no no like (laughs) he's not that good i don't want want him anymore but (laughs) Um, but yeah, dude, that's exciting, man. Go, uh, bear down, bear down with the cats there. Um, jump to the other side of college sports. College basketball is right around the corner, boys. Oh yeah, yes, man. we're is. close. We're right close, around the boys. corner. You mean like tomorrow, like tomorrow, <laughs> literally I'm tomorrow. Like, quick, U of A's going. Track. I was going to say U of A is going to Duke on Friday. Oh my gosh. That'll be a fun one. Uh, it's the most wonderful time of the year. If we win that sick. game, I will be insufferable. Oh, you dude. you already are insufferable. Yeah, dude. Well, you just already that's insufferable. also true. But I will be even more insufferable <laughs> than I already we're am. We're going to put you in the box for like an entire day. You if, can't put me in the box Duke. for a big time win. That's ridiculous. We're going to. I stand with Beach here, anyways, honestly. San Diego State is here to defend their run to the title game. And we're going back. That's all I got to say. To lose in the no. national championship once again. No, no. We're going to win it this time. Lamont Butler is going to lead us. You mean Keisha Johnson? Oh, wait. He <laughs> plays for Arizona. Uh, he, he, I miss him. He was such a good player. Well, you can such watch him good... on Arizona when they're cutting down the nets. I From will. the couch. In I, I... Phoenix this year, by the way. <laughs> Are we going, Beach? Final Four's in Phoenix. I don't know. We have to ask uh, Tommy Sendek. <laughs> wait, what dates? I want to go. <laughs> No, you're not invited. San Diego State will be oh, in the NIT. Oh. Yeah, they're okay. not in tournament. <laughs> they're not invited. 
man. No, I'm excited for college basketball. March Madness. That just means March Madness is, is just a day closer, which is the best time of the year. It's Christmas I, for sports. I, Kyle, I, where did you go? <laughs> There's hey, no hey. shot. <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> this podcast is 10 minutes in and we're off the rails. Okay. This is unbelievable. <laughs> Sorry, I was just waiting for Beach to or for Joe to stop talking. Oh my gosh! Hey, real I hate real Kyle. quick, can we take a sidetrack? Is that mm-hmm. first like two days of March Madness? Is that like the best sporting events of the year? Yes. Easily, besides NASCAR, first race of NASCAR season. <laughs> um, where did that? I don't know why. That, that, that's, I feel like it's a bingo for no reason. That's not know. a bit. I've never it's watched just, any NASCAR in my entire life. I know, but that. Kind of joke is for sure Kyle Bingo. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. But Beach, to answer your question, YouTube TV multi-view, game changer. It actually changed my life for the worse. Like I take off work in March because of YouTube TV multi-view. YouTube TV not a sponsor. (laughs) Not yet. (laughs) Not yet. We're coming for YouTube TV. All right. Well, dude, that's that sounds like enough for college sports. We'll have a lot more to talk about. In the it just sounded weeks. like a lot of rambling, if I'm honest. But uh, yeah, I think we're just excited. excited I am. We're just excited. We've uh, got a lot to catch up on. We do. We do. We especially with the NFL. We we have had a lot going on in the NFL over the past couple of weeks. No, but we don't really we have to that, talk about it. I want to talk about it. I can it. just we're leave the gonna, for We're going to go to you. We're going to go to you, Kyle. Kyle, how are your feelings towards football right now? I don't even really like football, if I'm being honest. Um, <laughs> The Rams started Brett Ripien, who I think last started a game in like high school. Um, Boise State legend, baby. Yeah, he is a Boise State legend. That was disrespectful, but he should have stayed there and been coaching. He should have been a quarterback coach. He should have, you know, gone in into real estate. He shouldn't be the quarterback for the Los Angeles Rams. It was. What about what about Dresser Win? I would have. Rather seen dresser win. I would have seen a literal dresser play a quarterback before I watched Brett rip. Dude, I don't. It was just, it was disgusting. I watched that whole game and I just was mad. (laughs) I was angry that I wasted my time on that game. But you guys blow the Packers out with Stafford and a quarterback. Dude, our defense was. We put up 35. Yeah. Yeah. You You put up 35 points and probably give up 14. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I know it just makes me more angry because now Puka Nakua's Rookie of the Year campaign has a tarnish on it because of Brett Ripien. Brett Ripien. But anyways, I'm gonna get off my yeah. soapbox. I hate the Rams. We're tanking for. What are you guys at? With? Three and six now. Yeah, we're tanking for Noah Fafita. <laughs> w. Oh man. Um, how about you, Beach? That was that was something today, man. Well, just but you to want some, Kyler back. Huh? We do get Kyler back, and that's kind of what I just want to leave this at. Uh, just to sum this up, Joe texts me today, and he's like, "That's probably the worst Cardinals game you've ever seen, right?" And I had to tell him that no, that was indeed not the worst Cardinals <laughs> game that I have ever seen. And then I sent him a screenshot of when Seattle beat us fifty-eight to nothing in two thousand twelve. Good times. So, Bingo. So yes. Today was rough. I kind of figured it would be. I didn't really watch much of the game, to be honest. I didn't pay close attention to it. I can't do that. This, My my heart was already broken enough this week. Yeah. 
Kyler's coming back. Hopefully, James Conner comes back. We play the Atlanta Falcons, who are a uh, pillowcase of a team. So, hopefully, we can get a win next week and and just kind of start moving things in the right direction moving into next year. Obviously, we're not going to be in a position to win that many games this year, but just want to start seeing us build on some good things and building a foundation for success in the future. Yeah. It probably sucks seeing the pastor not lead the Vikings to victory as well today too, huh? Dude, he's so good. It's I mean, insane. it does, but at the same time, I don't think he would have won that game today. So it's yeah. like, I'm happy for Josh Dobbs. Like that dude came into an incredibly difficult situation in Arizona and did the best he could. And he's going to do the same thing in Minnesota. I, I'm rooting for him. I was really happy to see that he got that win today. Um, yeah. In, in all the difficult circumstances. I mean, it just seems like that guy's having to battle through every single unordinary thing and, and he's rising to the challenge. So good for him. Props to Josh Stop. Shout out, shout out to the astronaut. Um, Beach, I actually have a question for you with the Cardinals. Yes. Uh, oh, no. It's a would you rather. Okay. Oh, no. Gosh. So would you rather. So you guys have the number one pick as of right now. Like if the season ends today, you'd be number one. Would you prefer to keep the number one pick and have the option to trade out, right? You would, you'd get a haul. Someone is going to trade up for Caleb Williams, and you're going to get an insane amount of picks, probably a player on top of that, um, right? Or you can keep the number one pick and have your have your choice of quarterback. I mean, you could take Marvin Harrison there, but I feel like that's number one is a little high. Um, or would you rather have somewhere in the two to three range where you can get a guy like Harrison um, and um, – but but the catch is in trading the number one pick, you probably are going to miss out on someone like that. Because I know that's who you've wanted. As much as I want Marvin Harrison, this team still has so many holes all over the roster that I'd be stupid not to take the number one pick and try and trade it to get a bunch of draft picks. Mm-hmm. Like, Marvin Harrison is a phenomenal player, but the Cardinals need more than just one phenomenal player to be competitive yeah. again. They need about two or three more offensive linemen. They need another stud receiver. They probably need another cornerback. They need a lot of D-line help. Like This team has holes all over the roster, and obviously you don't have to address all of that through the draft, but those extra draft picks that you would get from trading the number one pick would be so, so valuable for that franchise. Yeah. Other than that, though, they're good. Yeah. Other than that, <laughs> we're basically Super Bowl contenders. <laughs> you and everybody else in the league. Yes. Uh, no, I think that makes sense. Because I was, I was curious, you know, like, I wonder if he would want to trade the assets for, like, which is the right move. Um, or, like, get, like, that two to three and get get a guaranteed great player um, that you wouldn't be able to get if you probably traded out of the number one spot. So um, It just honestly depends on who ends up there. Because the Bears could very well have the number two pick via Carolina. And yeah. they might be like, hey, we want to trade up and get Caleb Williams. And so it'll be like, cool, we'll move down one spot and take a bunch of your draft picks that you guys have accumulated. And then we still end up with Marvin Harrison and then a bunch of draft picks. I think that's the ideal scenario that we're looking at is we yeah. end up at one, we trade down at, to two or three, and we still end up with a premier player and then with more opportunity to add draft picks. Yeah, Beach, totally. I, think it's, I think it's clear that the Cardinals agree with you because – they traded away Josh Dobbs. Like, I think that they don't make that move unless they're like, yeah, like we need to keep the number one slot. Cause I don't think Clayton Toon is going to win too many games. No. And at the same time too, I think they looked at it and they're like, Josh Dobbs has value and we can get something for him right now. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And with Kyler coming back, he's irrelevant, right? Like at that point, he's just a backup quarterback. So yep. with Kyler coming back, he became expendable and you might as well get something for him. 
I know everyone's looking at it and saying, well, you traded a fifth round pick and then you only got a sixth rounder back and you had to give a seventh depending on how much time he plays. Like, how is that a win? It's like, well, it's not a win in a vacuum, but it's a win to get a sixth round pick and you got eight games out of him in a situation where Colt McCoy was going to be terrible and Clayton Toon was going to be terrible and he at least got average quarterback play. And you beat Dallas. We did beat Dallas and I will be standing on that for the rest of the season no matter what. (laughs) We didn't boys. I love it. Uh, in other NFL news, the Raiders finally fired Josh McDaniels, widely known. Um, but the reason I bring that up mainly, a little bit of a bingo here, is Antonio Pierce replaced him. And when I when I first heard that, I saw him. I was like, this guy sounds really familiar. Um, and I was thinking about it. I was like, where do I know this Antonio Pierce guy from? And then I realized, and it hit me that I used to sign Antonio Pierce in Madden 08, every single franchise that I started. Um, because he was always a free agent. So it was kind of funny just seeing like Antonio Pierce, who was always like a really effective Madden player. But like, oh, he's an NFL head coach now. And bingo. he went to the University <laughs> of Arizona. And, uh, double bingo. Wow, that was crazy. Back to back. How can I make this he about Puka? responsible for single-handedly <laughs> destroying the Arizona State football program. Come on now. We love it. We love that guy. Uh, speaking of Puka Nakua and his Rookie of the Year candidacy, CJ Stroud just wrapped it up. It's no yeah. longer a competition. Yep, dude, that yeah. is insane. Yeah, I uh, I think the C and the J might stand for Christ Jesus. He's so good. It's insane. He threw for what four seventy and five tutties or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that's that's ridiculous. Yeah. Also. Dude. 75 yeah. yards and five plays in 45 seconds to win the game. He had four Allen. receivers go over 100. Wow. wow. This is what's fun about NFL quarterbacks and like the whole discussion of them coming into the draft, right? Because last year at this time it was, oh, it's Bryce Young. Everyone's taking Bryce Young at number one. And Bryce Young has been underwhelming to start his NFL career now. Granted, he's in a much worse situation, but – CJ Stroud's been phenomenal and nobody was going to take him at number one last year. And I think we could run into a similar thing this year where everyone's taking Caleb Williams at number one, but like Joe, you said, Drake May's up there. Mm-hmm. They're going to have some other guys that you can take. That was something else. Wow. Drake May, I think Drake May might end up, I don't know. I, I think it might just be because I hate Caleb Williams for some reason, but I just want him to be so much better than Caleb Williams for no reason. I just I just want Drake May to be elite. Did you catch any of that piece? Uh, I apologize to our viewers uh, as Kyle Eggers has gone underwater. <laughs> he is currently swimming me? in the Mediterranean Ocean. Can you guys not hear me? <laughs> no, I, mean, I can't now. You start to sound like a robot. <laughs> mm. Better now? <laughs> You, you know when Snoopy talks, like that's what it sounded like. It was like wah 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 wah. <laughs> Just keep going, Kyle. What were you saying? Um, I was saying that I personally have a vendetta against Caleb Williams, pretty much for no reason. But I just he just reminds me of several other diva quarterbacks that haven't turned out to be anything. I think it was probably the him asking for ownership that really rubbed me the wrong way, and since then I've hated him. Um. But I just really think that Drake May can be better, and I really want him to be better than Caleb Williams. So that's that's he my can. story. I'm sticking to it. Yeah, I think so too. He's been elite. Yeah, I agree. 
I mean, May, May is awesome. I, I still think Williams is going to be very good. He's, yeah, there's, he's there's awesome no doubt. Talent. But like May, ha- May has every NFL talent in the world. Like he is, he is awesome. So, um, Facts. but back to CJ Shroud, that was incredible. I've never seen a rookie quarterback do that in my life, you know? And like, I got to, I got to see the, the greatest rookie quarterback season of all time with Herbert. Mm-hmm. Like that was amazing to say. That's got to be a bingo. Are you serious? It's, I mean, <laughs> am I wrong? I'm not saying you're wrong, but just the fact that that rolled off the tongue so easily is is where I'm just caught up on. Fair enough. Fair enough. I will see myself to the box. Um, yeah, I stand with Beach. All right, so boys, we're, we're about at the midway point of the NFL season, nine weeks in. Um, I think it's it's easily time to start thinking about like who the real NFL contenders are. Um, oh, baby. I have a take on this. Um, I don't think it's a crazy take. I think it's, it's a pretty easily easy one to understand and agree with, but I do think it'll, it'll make a few fan bases angry. I shared it with you fellas, uh, briefly the other day, but I think it's also worth sharing to the public. Um, Is it the Chargers? No, no, they are nowhere near. The reason I think it's worth sharing is because it makes me backtrack a little bit and say that I was wrong. Uh, but I'll start by saying, essentially, I think there are five pieces that a team needs to be a Super Bowl contender. Um, I don't really think there's ne- they're negotiable either. These pieces have to be on every single team that is a Super Bowl contender. I think that's consistent among previous winners. Um, and they're not substitutable either. Like You can't be like, oh, this position group is great. We can just substitute. Like That's impossible. Essentially, those are... You need a great head coach, you need a great quarterback, a great offensive line, great defensive line, and a great pass rusher. You need those five things. Every Super Bowl contender has them over the past several years. And I think the last outlier was like the Giants or something like that in 2011. Um, There's only one team that fulfills all five of those pieces perfectly. That is the Kansas City Chiefs. That's it. They're going to make the Super Bowl again. It's just a a foregone conclusion. Um, now, there are a few teams that fill four perfectly, and then they have a shaky fifth where it's like you can see the argument for or against it. Um, those teams are Baltimore, Jacksonville, San Francisco, Detroit, and Philadelphia. Um, first thing I'll say is, Kyle, your take on Jacksonville yes. being a top three team in the AFC, I think you're correct. Um, and then I think my take that Philly is not a Super Bowl contender is incorrect. I have since looked at what the team is made up of, um, and they 100% can make the Super Bowl again. Like they, so what you're they saying, I'm two for two is what you're saying. I guess if that's, if that's I, how you want to hear it. I actually, Joe, I 100% agree. I have stats for you. Um, I think, I honestly think that the defense for the Chiefs is, like if you've watched any of their games, I think they're clearly top three, if not the best <laughs> defense in the league right now. Um, yeah. Their stats for opposing points per game, they're averaging, they're letting up 16 points a game, which is second in the NFL. They're giving up 287 yards per game, which is fourth in the NFL. They're giving up 4.7 yards per play, which is third in the NFL. That's insane. Like, that's literally insane. I think the Browns have them edged out in a couple of categories, but obviously they're lacking in several other. Like I just, if you have a defense that's this good, and you also have Pat Mahomes, like I don't, when Pat starts cooking yeah. like he does later on in the year, like I just don't see them losing. Yep. Yeah, it's just it. It's 
they are they are the only team that truly fits all five. And like that means that teams like Buffalo, Miami, Cincinnati, Dallas, Seattle, they're all very fun teams, very good teams. Um, they have awesome players, cool strengths, but they they won't. Um, and they actually, I would even go as far as to say they can't make the Super Bowl. To be honest, like unless there's an extreme outlier, something goes terribly wrong with these other teams, because they're they're lacking completely lacking at least two of those five core pieces. Like some of them don't have a pass rusher. There's the coach issues, um, offensive line, things like that. It's like if you don't have those five pieces, you're not an actual contender. You will not make it to the Super Bowl. You are not built to win in the playoffs. That's um, a fact. So, sorry, fans of all those teams, you're not making it. <laughs> Tell them, Joe. Yeah. So Philadelphia fans, I'm sorry for my previous take. I stand by my just my uh my uh Jalen Hurts take, but the Eagles as a team can make the Super Bowl. They will. They're my pick for the yeah. NFC still. I'm riding that train. It'll be a, it'll be a rematch. The NFC is so is stupid. Just so bad. It it's is so, so stupid. So dude. Bad. We're gonna see the same thing play out. It's gonna be a high scoring game again. It's gonna end up thirty eight to thirty five and some stupid play that the Chiefs won the Super Bowl on. I will I'd say be the happy Super Bowl was I was gonna say the Super Bowl last year was very exciting. So oh, that's, that's where it ends up. That's fine. Like, I'm a Chargers yeah. fan and I don't wanna see the Chiefs win another oh, one. Oh whatever, dude. Nobody cares. Go to the box, it. dude. Yeah. <laughs> oh boo hoo. My team isn't yeah. in it. Welcome oh, to my, my world. Well, okay. Your team not just mine. shut up. That was my baseball team, Joseph. Baseball's Shut not up. even a sport. Right. Shut up, Mr. Baseball. I'm back. I'm Mr. November. <laughs> Any other NFL NFL deals that you guys want to talk about? Anything that you guys have on your mind? No, I hate football. Next. I hate Clayton Toon. Next. Yep. As, as you guys can hear, the, just the football world is not sitting pretty um, with the bingo hosts currently. Hopefully that changes next week because I it love won't. this sport. It's uh, no. <laughs> well, if Kyler returns, it might. Well, he has to return or else he's out for the year. So knowing our luck, he won't get activated and he's out for the rest of the year. And I'm okay. sentenced to watch Clayton Tune. <laughs> sentenced. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the NBA, fellas. What do you? Come on. Give All it right. To well, me. the season's underway. I'll start with this. You guys are far more knowledgeable than me about basketball in general, especially the NBA. And Um, just everything else. Mm, No. (laughs) Yeah, that makes sense. Um, So I'm going to let you two – do you have nothing that you two carry here? I want to know your guys' thoughts in the beginning of the season. That's what I want first. Talk to me. How's how's it going? Beach, let me cook cook here. Okay. Um, I wanted to start – by talking about our preseason picks, not preseason, we're like five games in, but close enough. Who, yeah, who are we taking? I know who your answer is going to be already, but who's winning the finals this year and who are they playing? Um, Joe, we'll allow you to speak, but Beach, I want to hear who you think the Suns are going to play in the finals. <laughs> do you want my Do you want my Homer answer? Do you want my realistic answer right now based on the season? Well, we knew what your Homer answer would be, but give us the realistic one, and then you can plead your case. Okay. So my realistic answer is I think Denver makes it back, and yep. I think they end up playing Boston in the finals. Wow. Yeah. Okay. That's what I, would, I like I, that I'm going with, I too. think Boston's been playing well. I, I, lo- I love Jason Tatum. I think Jalen Brown's going to have a much better playoffs than he had last year, even though he still doesn't dribble with his left hand. That's, just, that's so a fact. I think, truthfully, Dude, in the East, just we're just like me, but the other way around. Sure. Like we'll good go uh, basketball? <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, like athletic and good looking and all these other things. Yeah, I agree. I am rich. Left handed Jalen Brown. <laughs> that that's sure. That's the worst player comp of all time. Yeah, that might be the worst player comp of all time. Um, but I, I think in the East we're heading for a Milwaukee Boston collision course. Um, I think those are the two best teams, most talent. So. I think Milwaukee's got some things they need to figure out. Damian Lillard obviously hasn't been great to start the season. But once he figures it out, I think him and Giannis are going to be an unstoppable duo. But I think Boston is just such a deep roster that they're going to get back. And yeah. then they – I think the Nuggets in the in the West, I think they're still the best team, and they're the team to beat. And they have the best player in the NBA in Jokic. So when you Aaron add up Gordon. all those combinations – Yes. When you, when you add up all those combinations, I think – that's where we're probably headed. It, you know, injuries can always happen. Health is a big factor. But those just feel like the two best teams right now and is uh, you know, Denver and Boston. I have a I have a take that you're going to absolutely love, Beach. Are you ready? I'm ready for it. Yep. Okay. I think one well, first I'll say this. I think that the Bucks are going to win it all. I do. Mm-hmm. That's that, that's my take and it's also mostly because I want Dame to get a ring so bad. The Celtics on paper are just so good, but I just I just don't see I don't see them beating Milwaukee. I don't see them having an answer for both Dame and Giannis. Um but I think that they're going to be playing the Suns this year. I think that the Bucks and the Suns are going to be in the finals. Um I'm calling it now. I think that the Bucks are going to win in 6. I'm sorry. I just want this to be in writing. Bucks and six. We're doing it. We're doing it. Years later. Oh boy. You've seen this movie before. Uh, I will be off the top of the footprint center. (laughs) (laughs) But that's that's my take, Joe. What do you think? I I was gonna go with Beach. I think Boston. I think I love I love their addition to Tingus Pingus. I like Drew Holiday a lot. Pingus. That's I think it's a really good team. Um, and then, yeah, I think, I think the, I think the, the nuggets out of the West, it's, I mean, it's a, it's a annoyingly safe pick, but that's like, you just can't really stop Jokic. And I think Murray comes alive late in the, late in the season from what I've seen. It's an annoying safe pick, I, but they're the best team. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't mind that take. That good. It's like the chiefs. It's just so stupid. It's like, nobody's going to beat them. I think that we can all agree though, that the real, NBA Finals is going to be the Eastern Conference Finals between Milwaukee and the Celtics. Like, I think the winner of that series will will beat whoever comes out of the West. But that's my I'm take. not sold on that. I I really am not sold on that. I think it depends on who, obviously, they match up with. Like, you know, when we get to May and June, when and we see who these teams are playing and who's going up against one another, then yeah, it could turn out that way. But I really don't think it's going to be that easy. I know Boston on paper has the best team, but I don't know if they play Denver, how they're going to stop Jokic. Same thing for Milwaukee. Um, I just don't think it's a foregone conclusion that the winner of that Eastern Conference Finals is just going to be a lock to win the NBA Finals. We'll see, man. I mean, I don't think it's going to be like a sweep or anything. I just think that whoever comes out of the East will be a better team. But yeah, I I hear you. Um, Okay, moving on. Joe, I have a question for you. Ask me. Yes, yes, Chef. Um, do you have a pick for MVP this year, Joseph? I want to hear your take first. 
My take on MVP, I mean, I I kind of feel like Luca finally pulling out. Damn, that was actually that was my take. Yeah, I agree. I, I feel like Luca is gonna. I feel like Luca is gonna do it. I mean, he's been on a tear to start the season already. He's um, due. Yeah, I just. Feel, I mean, he's what 24, 25, something like that. Like, dude's our age and looks like a Pillsbury Doughboy out there, and he's just cooking. He's it's hilarious, and I love it. Um, I know Beach doesn't love it, but it's he's he's so sick. He's so much fun to watch, man. And I, think I saw Beach just, cringe yeah. as soon as he said his name. Yeah, he'll probably average a triple double and win the win the MVP, and the Mavs will win like fifty games or something like that. I hear the pain in your your size, Beach. Tell me. <laughs> I just don't I think, think it, they're going to win enough games for him to win MVP. But that's just me. That could that could be wishful thinking. You know, Dude, we'll they see. have the flat earther, bro. Come on. That's the problem is they have a flat earther. That's why they're not going to win enough games. That's a that fact. Guy's gonna, that guy's going to somehow throw a wrench into everything halfway through the year like it's happened the last five years wherever he's been. He, he just is the wrench. He throws as himself much as, into it. As much as Kyle hates LeBron, the only time Kyrie was successful was with LeBron. Causation or correlation, Beach. We need to talk about this another time. I hate <laughs> – I, I, I can't – Okay. <laughs> I do, I do have a question for you before – actually, Beach, give me your MVP, and then I have a question for you specifically. Um, MVP. I mean, Luca. Luca feels up there. Homer answer right now just because he's balling Good with Kevin Lord, Durant. dude. Come on, dude. Kevin Durant going to keep afloat for 10 games, and then he's going to win an MVP because we're going to get Beach, up. Beach, you're banished. No, I'm not banished. Go on, a, go on a silence retreat for the next five minutes. <laughs> In all honesty – in all honesty, I think Jokic is probably going to get another one. Yeah, that's like he's just going to put up ridiculous stats, and they're probably going to be close to a one seed. Like, Yo, don't bet against the fat boy. Yes, you guys seen that video circulating around social media right now of like that European basketball game with like fire just surrounding the court right now? I was born what? in the wrong country, dude. There's this. I need to show you guys this video. It's there's like people like no wonder Europeans just aren't scared of the NBA. It's like there's this. It's court surrounded people screaming and there's just fire everywhere yeah they've got it's like cool. flares and things going off it's yes, it's electric dude. it's awesome like, i need that i need that luca was 14 all right playing there. question for beach this is the question specifically for you um james harden how many wins does he add or subtract to this clippers team I think he adds five regular season wins. And the playoffs? Five, okay, five to ten regular season wins. Because I think there's going to be five to ten games where James Harden looks like Houston James Harden and just balls out and they get carried to a win. But outside of that, I think Kawhi and PG are still going to be doing a lot of that bulk of that work, and James Harden is going to kind of be a facilitator. In the playoffs... I'm really just not sold on them still. One, because I know you you don't always want to just say health, but they really haven't had a healthy postseason with any yeah. both, you know any two of their stars. I think the only time they were was in the bubble, and they flamed out against Denver in that one. And then James Harden in the playoffs, I mean, he's he's disappeared, it seems like, as well. So in the playoffs, I don't think he adds as much value. Now, obviously, star power, they're – they're top of the line, and it comes to that. But 
I'm just not sold on them being able to find a cohesive unit that's going to be able to win in the playoffs. I I personally am taking the under on whatever their win total is. Like I I think that they're going to be the first team in NBA history to have an over 100% usage rate. Somehow everyone's <laughs> going to not pass the ball to everyone else. I Yeah. I'm also super biased because I just despise James Harden, but um yeah, like the Clippers this, will win 43 games. Yeah, I I think that that's a that's an accurate number. I think that Right now, like looking at them on paper, like this is the best. This would this team would go eighty two and zero in twenty sixteen, but <laughs> the future is now. They're they're cooked, in yeah. my opinion. <laughs> yeah, it's just dude, acquiring Harden was just not. I I was so confused at what they were doing. It just makes no like, and what he wanted to go play somewhere else to like be a better option. It's like, dude, you're moving to a team where you're not a third option, and then your fourth option is also a ball hog. Like it's just. It made the move made no sense for the Clippers, no sense for Harden. They uh, they dropped by at least five wins, I think, because of that now, which is infuriating to me. I I look forward to him requesting a trade back to the Rockets in approximately sixty five games. Yeah, I'm gonna play with Jalen. Yeah, in a year and a half, he's gonna be on another team. Correct. Yep. Um. Okay, gentlemen, do we have uh? Do we have some some bandwidth to talk about Wemby here? What are what are our thoughts so far? Beach, you go last. <laughs> Joe, <laughs> what do you think? Yeah, I mean, he. I'll just start. The pictures of him next to Kevin Durant are insane. Like he makes Durant look like a normal person. <laughs> it's unbelievable. And it's just like. I don't know. It's just, it's unbelievable seeing a guy that big move like that. And he's just, he's been, he's been unbelievably unbelievable. I know Beach hates it. It's already caused so much pain for him. And obviously going to the Spurs just makes it all that much worse for him. But dude, Wendy, he's, he's a blast to watch. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to enjoy watching him over this next, the next however long, um, however long he has in the league, as long as he doesn't snap in half because he's so thin. Yeah, I, I'm gonna let Beach just simmer on the 38 point out, outburst on the on the Suns a couple of days ago. But I just think that this guy has a chance to be the best player on both ends of the floor in pretty much every game that he plays in, which is just ridiculous. Like he completely changes the game plan for yep. both sides of the ball on, regardless of who he plays against. It's insanity. Like. So I, I don't even – he's a unicorn. There's never going to be another prospect like yeah. him, I hope. <laughs> Beach? It is – dude, it's so sick that, like, we get to watch this guy play basketball for his career. Like, that's going to be so that's a, awesome. That's a fact. It's kind of wholesome, Joe. My, so my <laughs> hatred for the Spurs is, is going to blind me, but um, I texted you guys after that game he had against the Suns where, like you said, he had 38 and 10, and I was like, I think he's a top 15 player in the NBA already. Yeah. Like, his skill level is insane. I, I still go back to where he had Drew Eubanks on an island out at the three-point line, and he gives him a jab step to his right, and then a quick crossover to his left and knocks down a pull-up three. And I was just like, that guy's 7-4 and just made a move that not many guards can, like, pull off and make it look that good. 
Like, it, he's going to be incredible. And I hate that he's on the Spurs so, so much because I hate the Spurs. But he's a phenomenal talent. He seems like a really good guy. He's going to be he's going to be exciting to watch. Yeah, I'm scared of him personally. But you know, it it's yeah. helpful for Sun's me because Twitter I'm not a basketball like, fan. Sun's Twitter was like, "You we better win it this year cuz that guy's coming. That guy's going to be causing havoc in the league for however long he plays." So, if you want to win a title, now's your best chance. Yeah, the window is shrinking. He's just He's KD, but bigger and even more light-skinned. It's insane. He is filling up the window. <laughs> okay, well, uh, I do want to ask one other thing. Because, okay, I, I don't even think that the Rookie of the Year race this year is going to be even fair. But outside, really? yeah, like it's just, it's they might as well name it the Victor Weminyama Rookie of the Year Award. But <laughs> who, if he stayed in France for another year, Who's winning the Rookie of the Year this year? Joe, ben do you... Simmons. Do you, no. <laughs> oh, no. Joe, do you, do, you have a, do you have a take, or do you, have you paid attention to the rookies this year? I won't be mad at you if you haven't. I mean, I, I, haven't, I haven't paid too much attention. I just know Scoot Henderson has been playing pretty, pretty terribly so far. Correct. Um, over, over in Portland. Uh, other than that, I mean, I haven't really kept, kept too much up with uh, with the rest of the rookie class. I mean, I feel like there's not much to keep up with when you have Wemby there. It's just like all eyes peeled yeah. on Wemby. Yeah. Beach, what do you think? My pick, if Wemby wasn't a thing, would be Chet Holmgren. He's wow. gonna put up He's going to put up good stats on a good Thunder team. So eyes are going to be on him. Everyone's been talking about how good the Thunder are going to be. So he would be my next pick. But obviously, Wembenyama is going to win this award in a landslide. So it's not going to matter. I honestly have been pleasantly surprised by Brandon Miller. I don't know why, but I just I thought that he was going to not be good. Um, but he's been really, really good, and both of the Thompson twins have looked very solid as well. Um, it's gonna this class yeah, is gonna be this class is gonna be one that we talk about for quite some time. I'm pretty stoked. NBA is gonna be elite. Back when I when I come out of retirement and I'm a Lakers fan fan again. Oh my gosh! You I'm still gotta go wait. Crazy. You still gotta wait until uh, until LeBron's kids get there, though. So you still got some time, dude. If, if, if Bronny goes Lakers, to the Lakers, what happens? If Bronny goes to the Lakers, I'm hitting free agency. Like I'm, <laughs> I I <I'm laughs> take my Phoenix on. No, I might. I don't want to. I don't want to go anywhere that's good, though. I want to just like. I might go to Perfect. Detroit Phoenix or something. Just. <laughs> you want to go to Detroit with me, Kyle? No, no. we're not going Stop to Detroit. Talking to, Stop talking to me. Stop talking to me. Stop talking to me. <laughs> oh my gosh. I don't, I don't know if Joe could even hear me on that, but we're not nope, going to Detroit. Detroit. <laughs> All right. Beach, any other NBA takes that you want to get off before we wrap this up here? I'm just wanting to see the Suns' big three play together. It has just three. been injury after injury after injury of just more pain and suffering as an Arizona sports fan. I mean, Devin Booker comes back, plays against the Spurs that other night, has a near triple-double. I think he had like 31 points, 12 assists, 9 rebounds or something like that. And then come to find out his ankle acts up and he's out yesterday against Philadelphia. Everyone's like, all right, fine, he'll be back Sunday. And then this morning we all wake up and he's ruled out with a calf strain. And we're like, where did that even come from? 
So I think I'm just waiting for the point where Book, Beal, and Durant are all on the floor together. And I'm hoping we can just stay afloat until then, but that's what I'm hoping for. I just want to see those three play together as a Suns fan. If you are hearing this right now, you have played the exact same amount of minutes as Bradley Beal in the Phoenix Suns uniform. (laughs) This is true. And this statement will remain true indefinitely. Is what is the last update? Until Wednesday, October 8th against the Wolves. I can play in the NBA today. Correct. Exactly. (laughs) Because Joe is Jalen Brown. Left-handed Jalen Brown. With a left hand. That could be the worst take I've ever heard on this podcast. (laughs) And we've had some doozies. That is up there. Well, gentlemen... Anything else you got for us, Joe? One one thing about the NBA. I'm stoked to watch the Thunder this year. They were surprised last year. I've always had a soft spot for them back when I was a KD fan when they were there. Um, I'm I'm hyped to watch Shea lead them, and I think they'll I think they'll be a, a pesky team for the season and, and be a, a tough matchup come come playoffs playoff time. The never ending pool of draft picks will never end. They're going to be yes, disgusting for forever. I know. I have three starting lineups just to rotate game to game. It's disgusting. (laughs) That's good. So, all right. Well, if that's all we got, that is a wrap for today. Everybody, thanks for listening. Thanks for holding up with us. We're uh, going to be pumping these out a lot more frequently um, in the future. So, uh, but hey, find us uh, at That's Bingo Pod um, on TikTok, on Instagram, on X. And then also on YouTube. So uh, thanks for joining us today. And uh, we'll see you next time. Go Rams. Peace.